This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey there, this week your Clubhouse hosts Kevin and Ashley interviewed Kirsten White and they talked to her specifically about the campaigns that she does. Most recently, she launched a campaign around photographing couples and Kirsten just has so much great insight into how to do campaigns, what has worked for her. She just shares it all and it's such a great interview. Okay, let's get started with Kevin, Ashley and Kirsten White. Welcome, everyone, to the Portrait System Podcast, Clubhouse Edition. My name is Kevin Conde, and I'm here with my co-host, Ashley Taylor. If you are not familiar with the Portrait System, we are a portrait photography podcast that is powered by Sue Bryce Education. Nikki Klosser hosts our Monday episodes, and Ashley and I co-host our Clubhouse Edition, which is live here on the Clubhouse app every Friday at noon Pacific, and our episodes are released on Thursdays. You can tune in on your favorite podcast app by searching for the Portrait System. Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm awesome, Kevin, and I'm so excited to welcome our guest, Kirsten White. She's been a friend of mine in the group for a while now, and I'm so excited to have her on. So welcome, Kirsten. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So campaigns are very popular in our community right now, and we've had guests on with us to discuss their 40 over 40 and their 50 over 50 campaigns. But after hearing you were launching a new campaign, that is based around couples, we thought it would be a good opportunity to discuss the thought process and the strategy that goes into developing a new campaign and how to make it successful. Um, But before we hop into that, though, let's discuss your 50 over 50 campaign for a bit. And why did you decide to do a 50 over 50 campaign as your first project? Uh, Well, I decided to do that first because I was turning 50. (laughs) So um, knowing how it feels um, to kind of look ahead and think, oh, my God, 50 used to seem like such an old number. (laughs) But (laughs) as you get there and you realize, look, I don't feel 50. I don't feel old and I don't look old. So um, I really want to celebrate myself. I actually celebrated with a shoot with Ashley out in, in Phoenix. That was such a good time. <laughs> it was. Yes, it was. And just the way I felt and just, you know, being celebrated, celebrating myself, it's a feeling that I think every woman should have. And particularly the way ageism is in our, our society, um, I just really wanted to focus on this age group as I could truly relate to how they were feeling. Do you okay. think it's important to, like, be able to have a personal tie-in or relate in a specific way to whatever the topic of your campaign is. Like, for example, I'm not yet 50, but um, I did a 50 over 50 campaign and I still had a lot of fun with it, you know, even though it's like not, um, it's personal to me in a different way, in an inspiring way, but it's not personal to me in the sense that like I'm over 50. So I'm just wondering like how much of a personal connection do you think it is important when creating a campaign? Um, I do think it is important. I I don't think that it will uh, be 
an unsuccessful campaign if you're not living it. As long as you can relate in a, in a way, and I'm sure you can. I'm sure you've got, you know, your your mother, your your aunts, you know, people that you, that are close to you that are in that age group. So you have a starting point. You do kind of get it. Um, an added benefit is when you get there, you'll understand a little bit more of the nuance. And I think that the clients will automatically kind of feel an automatic or a quicker connection. So I'm not going to say that you can't connect. Obviously you can, and you, you do a fabulous job. You made me feel like, like a queen. So yeah, so you can definitely do it. I just think maybe it might be a quicker connection, like an automatic, like, okay, you know, we're in the same boat, but it's definitely not something that, that can't be, you know, forged. Yeah. The reason I asked was just because, um, I believe we've even had people on this, uh, clubhouse that, chose to do different campaigns, specifically saying like, well, I'm too young to do a 50 over 50 campaign, you know? And I just always think that you obviously want to have a personal, like you said, passion toward the project. But I don't think like, you know, anyone is too young or too old to pick like a certain topic. But yeah, if you don't feel um, like for me, I feel very inspired by women over 50. I feel like I want to showcase how awesome it is to get older as a way for myself to feel good about getting older. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, time is flying by pretty quickly. I'm already uh, getting close to 40, <laughs> closer than I thought it would happen. Right. <laughs> so, um, so you brought out a youthful side of me. And in, in that, you know, you are younger and I think everyone should be photographed by a variety of photographers. I, yeah. I'm doing that with my branding and I enjoy it because everyone sees something different in you. You know, yeah. human beings are very layered. <laughs> There's a lot to us. So, you know, one point of view, you know, is great, but several point of views, there, there's a benefit to all of it. And I know like when you brought out my playful side. We that's had a funny. great time. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's a good point too. To just for the community to remember too that, um, like, we're not in competition with each other because we all see people so differently, and you can really see that at like events like the Portrait Masters Shootout, where you have you know the same sets and the same models and the same outfit being photographed by tens, twenty, you know, a lot of people basically. But the photos always turn out so different because each photographer is different. So I really love that you bring that point up as oh, I well. I love that. I loved watching, um, you know, the, the, the photos that came from the shootout and going to the, the model and like looking at their tagged photos and just seeing that same model, like you said, photographed so many different ways with the same setup, but just the eye is different. So anyone that's nervous about doing a campaign and thinking that they can't do it, you know, because maybe they're a male photographer and they want to do a, a 40 over 40 or a 50 over 50. You know, you can do that too because you're going to see that woman a totally different way. And for her to see herself through your eyes is very valuable. It, I actually appreciate you saying that because as a man in my mid-30s, I question whether do I have, uh, am I able to market towards a uh, 50 plus demographic that is a, a, a you know woman based and will I be viewed differently in the eyes of that clientele and would they want to you know mm-hmm. if, you know focus on, on on the whole we're completely different but as you said with it being the idea of like focusing on say my mother or an older um, person in my life that by going off of that, that I could potentially market through that way. Right. In your consultation, you'll, you'll find ways to connect with that person and, you know, see what they're looking for. They may not want to be matronly in their photos. So they, you know, don't say you remind me of my grandmother or, <laughs> or something like that. Because, you know, they, they, they want to, we want to feel like ourselves again. Of course. You know, by this age, we've, you know, we, we've been married, maybe we, we, we've raised children, maybe. And, you know, you kind of lose yourself in that. So um, just the beauty of, of seeing that woman as a woman and look at them like maybe an actress that you admire that's in that age group that is still out there. You know, a lot of the famous ones are turning 50, you know, um, 
I, I would probably go at that angle, maybe more so than your mom, um, gotcha. to bring out the woman in her. Gotcha. Because I like I've even seen as of today, I believe there was a post on the SBE Facebook group wondering, men, how many of you are out there that are creating campaigns based off of 40 over 40 or 50 over 50 and uh, had it be successful? And I'm, I'm seeing a bunch of guys in there saying, well, I'm interested in this, too. I'm inter- interested, too, on how to create that campaign for myself. I think that they could definitely be extremely successful with it, you know, because again, you know, it's, it's human interaction, you know, as you sit back and you watch and you observe people and you just see the the psychology of women of that, of this age group. I I love it. Fifties. Those are pretty much my, my base of my business. Women, um, I'd say 45 to, to 60. Most of them in the somewhere in the fifties. It's a great time. They're starting to their their kids are either in college or are graduating college. You know they've reached milestones in their careers. So you know there's a lot more disposable income <laughs> for this age group. So that, that's a good um, point. <laughs> yeah, it's a profitable campaign to do. <laughs> um, since you're talking about like the nitty gritty of how to like do a campaign. Let's get into that. So how did you fill the seats? Like how did you fill 50 spots in your campaign? Was it through Facebook ads? Was it through word of mouth, a combination? What was your process like? A combination. Um, definitely a combination. Um, Facebook ads help. Google ads have been even better, but word of mouth hands down is the best. I, my, my business is very uh, much referral based and repeat clients. So I had a lot of clients. I started marketing to them first through email marketing um, and my personal Facebook page, as opposed to my professional, my business page, just mentioning it. And, you know, sometimes I would repost, like share a post from my business page to my personal page. So more people would see it. And people were like, oh, what is this? What is this? And it just took off from there. I think I'm going to always do this project. I'll just have volumes, <laughs> volume one, two, three, four, five, et cetera. That's what I was going to ask if it was something that was so successful, you would repeat it again. Because I mean, bringing on 50 clients in a year, that could be, you know, for some photographers that's like who are just starting out or having trouble getting bums in seats, that's like, oh my God, that's what I shoot in a year, you know? Exactly. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I focused on, I call my fabulous 50s. Because I, I didn't want to be tied to a number. I didn't oh. want to feel rushed with having to do 50. Or what if I do 40? Is it not successful? You know, because I didn't get to 50. Because I do do other, you know, other genres. But um, I found that giving myself that latitude, I mean, easily got 50. <laughs> but I didn't feel that pressure. So if got you're it. just starting, you may, you may want to come at it, at it from another angle where you're not putting a number on it. I've seen some people really like kill themselves trying to get this amount of people in. Uh, I think I saw one was like 40 and 40 days or something. It's like, oh, oh, why wow. wouldn't be able to do this? You know, but, but they did it and it, it's fabulous. But I, you know, for me, that's, that's just too much pressure. You know, Ashley knows me a little better. I'm very laid back. <laughs> very, very laid back person. I want to have fun doing what I love to do. And I want everyone all of my clients to have fun. I don't want them to feel rushed in any way. So for me personally, it just was, was better not to put a number on it. Well, oh, sorry, Kevin. I was just going to say, even though we're not talking about numbers of like how many people you photograph, can you put a number on like, what was your average sale from a client from this project? Um, like Sue always says, the, the middle package. <laughs> so, so what is that for you? 2400 Okay. So even, so... um. Let's actually work backwards for a second because I, I really want people in the audience to understand like how the pricing and promotion of this works. I know when I like run mine, it's a special rate that includes one image. Um, normally, my minimum order is 900 but it's 300 for this project. So it's like obviously positioned as like a real good deal. <laughs> Get in there, you know. Um, but I know a lot of people have a lot of fear. Like, well, what if they just take the one image and then you're at break even or worse, out money. And every single 50 of the 50 people do that. And then you're like screwed, which is not my experience at all, obviously. 
but I think that's a real fear. <laughs> it's it's a real fear, right? So, like, can you walk through how you price it and how you get that twenty four hundred average sale? Um, the way I priced them originally, um, my normal session fee is three seventy five, and I was doing it for two seventy five, and including a print, um, a matted print. Um, I then changed it um, after a while to the um, the regular session fee and adding in the print because with a normal session, they don't get anything with it. Everything they buy is, is extra. The, the session fee is just to cover the session. So that's where I started. And um, it seems to work out well. Um, okay. So you were saying you have that starting price, but people are mostly going for your middle package. So how do you, how are you making that happen? Well, I do a reveal. Um, it's it's still on Zoom. I'm loving doing reveals on Zoom. Um, I do that like I would do with a, with any client, and they just fall in love. Same way I fell in love with your portraits of me. I they fall in love with the portraits of them, and um, you know they pick their one that will be, you know, their giveaway for for being in the project, and we just add that on to their order. So with the reveals that you're doing, as you said, you're doing them over Zoom. Um, I've heard of people being worried about, like, what if they screenshot it? It's very similar to how why we say don't do uh, online galleries. Um, is there is that even a worry to you? I'm assuming probably not, but no. Is that ever enter your mind? I don't. I don't worry about that. I mean, there are so many things that people can do. I mean, they're they're so crafty these days, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you just can't. You can't find a contingency, a contingency plan for everything. Um, I just pray they don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't seen an issue. Like I haven't, I haven't seen people do that. Um, I did have one where, like, normally I don't post anything that hasn't been purchased. Um, but there was one shot that I just loved. <laughs> this woman didn't. <laughs> she didn't buy it, but I posted it, and I have everything from. I post on Instagram, and it drives it to Facebook. Well, she downloaded it on Facebook, and then next thing I knew, it was her profile picture, and I was like, oh. "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so that did happen to me once, and I was like, "You know, all right, let me just consider that I just blessed someone." <laughs> <laughs> we'll just consider that marketing cost, right? There. Yeah, that's just a marketing cost. I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, she's she's tagged me and everything else, so people know I shot it. <laughs> but you know, it did kind of like, err. I think. Yeah, and I think, too, like, going back to the point of, like, screenshotting on Zoom and stuff, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's what energy are you bringing to it? Are you bringing the energy that people are going to steal from you, that people are going to take advantage of you, that people aren't going to pay you or follow through on their invoices? Or are you bringing, like, uh, we had a great connection, I served them, we're in equal exchange, and this person is going to, like, honor me? Because that's always the energy that, like— Yeah, like that's always the energy that that I come from. I love that you brought that up because that's one of the things that I love so much about this project. It's brought me so many wonderful people. And, you know, I I come from that place of of serving and and I want them to be happy. I want to surprise and delight. I want them to love their session. We go through so much in my process, you know, from the consultation calls to the 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 meetings about what are they going to wear, you know, and, and helping them pick their wardrobe. I do a Pinterest board with them as with inspiration of what they like. I have a questionnaire that, that comes right after they book. I do a questionnaire and it gets pretty in depth. You know, the, the, the questions are kind of layered so I can really kind of get into them and where they are and the woman they want to see in their photos. And it sparks a lot of beautiful conversations. So by the time we get to the shoot, we are, we're pretty connected. We've talked, we text, we, you know, we FaceTime. We're pretty connected. So I really don't worry about them mistreating me in any way. You know, yeah. that one thing happened. But, you know, hey, you know, one out of... Yeah. Out of- <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's bound to happen that every once in a while we have a client that for whatever reason could be a mm-hmm. multitude of things is not the ideal client or doesn't treat us the right way. But I really feel like, you know, 
also look at your own behavior. Like when someone gives you really good service, do you want to screw them over or do you want to like honor them and pay them fully? And are you like valuing them? Because I also think it's so much a reflection of like where we are with our internal energy towards paying others for how we receive, for how we give. Like, so just like Sue always talks about in her videos and in her money talks and her self-value talks, like if we come from that good energy, like we're probably going to be treated really well because we're treating others well. And it's just like an endless cycle. Yep. It definitely comes back to you. I believe that a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Fantastic point. And, And on top of that, the women have referred me so much. I mean, they may not fit for the project, but they referred me branding clients, you know, just straight up headshot clients. One got me into like a, a whole health system where I take, you know, I take images of all of the doctors, all the providers in this, in this big health system um, in my area. So it's just, it's, it's a win-win all around. I, I've met and connected with so many beautiful people. Yeah, that's a good point too. It's about opening doors and relationships. And sometimes someone isn't, you know, the highest paying client, but they open a lot of doors for us and in return give us a lot of connections that lead to clients or they refer friends of theirs that become high paying clients. So like a campaign like this, you're right, is really great for just making your network bigger and making your network bigger with people who value what you do and have experienced what you do so they can really speak from experience about working with you. Exactly, exactly. So many times, especially when you're really into the art of photography, like you love this craft and literally would do it for free if the world worked like that. (laughs) Yeah. And, And you just love it. A lot of times photographers like that, we're the best kept secret and we lack visibility. These campaigns give you the visibility that, that you need where people know about you. They just haven't seen you. You know, once they see it, they love it and they want to share it. And, and it just grows from there. I love that. Well, I want to kind of pivot and just go into your new campaign because you have, I feel like, you know, so many people have talked about 40 over 40 and 50 over 50 and it's great. But like there are these people who don't, you know, relate to that concept. And I think they feel like, well, then what can I do? (laughs) Like what's going to be successful? (laughs) Uh, So I know you have a new campaign that you're launching and I want you to tell us all about it. Okay. The new campaign is the love project. And that was actually inspired by clients with the, the fabulous fifties project. And that um, just, realizing, you know, when you, when you photograph a woman, you really are in with the whole family. When their husbands need a headshot for work, they're going to call you. You know, when their kids, you know, need, need photographs for, for high school, or like their, their senior high school um, photos, they're going to call you. And, and same for their family photos. This time of year, everyone needs family photos for the holidays. So you just become their go-to photographer, which I really enjoy being. And in my family sessions, I've been focusing a lot more on the couple. You know, I I do the group and then I do everyone solo. And then I, you know, I put the kids together. I put the kids together with mom, kids together with dad. And then I do the couple. And I started spending a little bit more time with the couple. And it was just really beautiful. You know, just watching them connect. You know, they kind of, you know, start off, you know, and then they're just kind of helping each other you know, primp for the camera. And, and, you know, I have a a big TV in my lounge. So on Sundays with the, you know, football, the guys watching football, (laughs) but they come in and like, oh, you know, you look great. And so then they start, you know, just interacting more and then almost flirting with each other more. And I'm catching this on camera and they're loving it. And they've confided like, you know, we really haven't had pictures, professional pictures together since our wedding. Mm. You know, some have eloped and, you know, their engagement photos were the only professional photos that they had. So there is a need, you know, they, they don't, um, a lot of people don't sit for professional uh, photos with their spouse or their significant other. And then with the pandemic, it really, you know, came out a lot. Like a lot of couples had a hard time with the pandemic and um, being quarantined and some are working remotely. Um, the dynamics of relationships are changing 
And it can be kind of difficult for some, you know, kind of like hairdressers. I don't know about you, but don't you kind of become a confidant sometimes with your clients? <laughs> they tell you everything. <laughs> and, and it is, it's, it's an adjustment. Like maybe they've always worked from home and now their spouse is working from home and they feel like their, their space is being invaded. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of growing apart or they didn't realize they had grown apart. And through a photo shoot, and, and from there, I've booked separate shoots just for the couples. Um, they just got a chance to reconnect. As with any re- relationship, you need to be intentional. And, and little things go a long way. And taking that time to really just focus on the two of you is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I love that. I mean, yeah. I think that's like so... Um, unique in a lot of ways because you see engagement photography obviously like advertised by wedding photographers all the time obviously wedding photos but yeah you're right like when do people market to couples and it's after that yeah without a baby being involved right or a child so I think that's really really um, powerful and it's a, a very similar message to when we market to just a solo woman about, you know, putting yourself first and being in photos maybe for yourself and not just with, you know, your children in the photos. But now it's like talking about the putting your marriage or partnership first, you know, beyond just the family unit. So I think that's really um, powerful and potentially powerful for couples who for multitude of reasons may not also have children in their lives and don't feel seen in photography marketing. Um, True. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. So I love that. So have you started booking, like, where are you in the process with this campaign? Um, I'm in the beginning stages of it. Um, You know, as I've been, um, as I've been photographing them and then just the feedback when I post <laughs> couples and just all the DMs and the emails and, and I'm starting to realize, hey, like, there's a need for this. This is something really worthwhile. So it's something I'm going to really push uh, harder for in, in January. I'm still getting um, the marketing together and getting the ads together, but I'm letting it happen organically through my family shoots for now. And um, like I said, a couple have, have called back and booked. They want to come back without the kids and do a longer couple session. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Yes. So, Oh, Kevin, I was going to say January is a fantastic time with, with uh, Valentine's day right around the corner. It's a great opportunity to start marketing um, this couple's campaign. I I love the title, by the way, you know, the the love project. That is awesome. (laughs) Thank you. And I've also found that as far as wall art sales for me, um, it's a little easier with a family or with a couple. They'll put that up on the wall big, <laughs> you know, yeah. as opposed to an individual woman. I sell a lot more folio boxes than wall art of individual women. And I do see some people that are very successful with wall art with, with women. Um, I just haven't been. But um, for me, families, and I'm seeing that, yeah, they do need to update that big, you know, photo over the fireplace um, from the wedding photo to something more recent. So is the, couple, the couple's campaign, what product then are you kind of thinking of creating for them? Is it going to be, is it going to be wall art? Do you plan on making an album? Kind of, are you going to push that more heavily or? I'm pushing uh, the wall art. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what's included is a larger print, um, a larger um, matted print, or they can choose a canvas. That's beautiful. So uh, canvas, yeah, not what is large, large canvas, (laughs) but um, you know, a desk print, um, a desk canvas, or a larger uh, matted print. So, what can you walk us through? Because you walked us through the fifty over fifty kind of Mm -hmm. package pricing. What is like the entry point, starting price to participate in the love project? And, And like you said, it includes the desk canvas or the larger print, but. Can you kind of walk us through like what it all looks like, what they get? Okay. Um, the session fee is, is $450. Okay. And um, what they get would be the, um, instead of the 5 by 7 matted to the 8 eight by 10 it's the 8 by 10 matted to 11 by 14 or an 11 by 14 canvas. It's kind of like, you know, more of a desk kind of thing. And they would get a credit. Uh, towards a larger. I use Graphy for the premium canvas. And so that can be pricey. 
So yeah. I can't just give that away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> but but I can give them a print credit toward it. And are they is the are they getting hair and makeup too? Yes. yes. Okay. All, always anytime a woman comes in my studio, she's getting she's getting the glam. Okay, awesome. Um and so you've booked some people in, but do you have like a goal of how many people you want? I know you said with the 50, you didn't really do 50 over 50. You did like fabulous 50. So you didn't really have a number tied to it. Is it the same here? Like, how do you know when you're complete on something if you don't have a number tied to it? Um, you know, I, I know that I'm definitely going to do 25. 25 is my minimum. Okay, got it. And I'm also adding on video. Um, I started doing, um, I started doing like, I always do the slideshows with the, the reveals. Well, yeah. I started adding in video clips and things like that. And there's a product called the Playbook that, um, oh gosh, why is that vendor flying out of my head right now? Oh my gosh. But it's, it's a video album. Um, it looks like maybe a five by seven size. You open it up and the, the video automatically plays Oh my goodness, what is that? We used So it. is it kind of like the graphy has like the reveal box dot MOV, like it's the movie reveal box that they have? I know it's not that exact yeah, thing, it's but not that exact similar thing, but concept. It's, that idea. it's yeah. an album, but it's a video album. And um, you know, that that went over very well. So I think that maybe, you know, now that I think about it, that may be the item that I include. Is that, so is the video like an upsell or is it just something that's going to come with the 450? I think I may include it with the 450. I, I have to go crunch, crunch some numbers on that. But now that, now that we're talking about it, I think that's something that I definitely want to, to either upsell or if I could include it, if I can make those numbers work, I'll probably have to increase the session fee, um, the project fee for it. But it's, it's really nice because they open it up and it just starts playing and they've got retouched photos as well as clips of them interacting throughout the day throughout the session it's just it's really cute and meaningful oh I love that so okay so you're thinking about what you want to include you're thinking you're going to push this in January and you want to get at least 25 people in and I assume you're wanting like your same average sale of 2400 correct oh yes yes how many um like with a project with 25 people, how long does that take you to shoot it? Like, how many shoots are you typically doing in a month or in a week? I typically shoot three to four per week. Okay, so it, you could really get this done in a couple months, then, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I can do that. Um. So yeah. what... Oh, sorry. You go, no. Kevin. <laughs> in this entire process, are you still taking on your other clientele? I know you shoot branding and boudoir... Are you still taking in those clients or is this just become very time consuming that you have to kind of focus uh, more on this than on those other aspects? Oh, no, I'm still taking on my other clientele. So it, it gets weaved in <laughs> to the schedule. Yeah, that's that's good, because I think that that also like from an income perspective just helps they keep things really even. I, I do the same thing with my campaigns and it's like. Um, it just it really helps keep the money yeah. like where it needs to be. Um, exactly. <laughs> do you, so when you think, cause we're also in this time of year, um, this, you know, final couple, six weeks, I guess of the year where it's all about, you know, wrapping up and then thinking about our goals for the next year. So when you go to sit down and plan your 2022 or any new year, how many, you know, campaigns do you think you can do in a year realistically while also serving your normal clientele is it one per quarter is it more than that is it less than that like where are you at um I'm doing two I'm going to do these two and um I think I can do them both simultaneously throughout the year that's that's exactly what I was going to ask I was going to see is it possible is it too come too time consuming to do just one or is it possible to run a uh, 40 or 40, 50 or 50 alongside a, another campaign? I look at them as, as, as sessions. You know, they're, they're clients and they're sessions and they may be participating in a project, but they're still getting everything that a client gets. And my session, you know, I shoot Wednesdays through Sundays. I take Monday and Tuesday as my weekend. And, you know, what 
what's on my schedule? <laughs> what's on my schedule that's this day? Is it a couple's session? Is it, um, you know, a, a woman's session? Um, is it boudoir? What am I doing? <laughs> and, and I like it that way. I, I like variety. Um, I'm not one that um, I don't like doing the same thing over and over and over again. I do like to have variety. It just It's just more fun for me. And I always, the whole point for me of, of having my own business and doing something that I love is to love what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to ever mm-hmm. become drudgery. I don't want it ever to become routine. Or boring. So, yeah, or boring. Yeah, I, I, being bored, I think, is the worst feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it combats boredom, definitely. I have a question that I, I sense that people would ask in the group, and that's um, going back to kind of the fear of putting something out as a project that people will not understand it's a session, that they will just think this is something you're doing purely out of the goodness of your heart. It should all be free and that they'll, yeah, that they'll push back on when it comes to paying for it, that they'll push back when it comes to, you know, I know we said that your average sale is 2,400 on these, but I think a lot of people really struggle with um, getting over that hump and how to explain that, yeah, this is a project, but it was, it was also getting me paid, you know? So, um, can yes. you, yeah, can you talk through your, how you've dealt with that? The way I've dealt with that is, is the way I've, I've dealt with all my clients and that I charge a session fee and even, even outside of a project, you know, you're paying for the session and there's no obligation to buy. I don't like people pressuring me and I don't like being pressured. I, I just tell them, I, I kind of I kind of say it as a joke, but it's a ha-ha, but I'm really serious. You know, I tell them that my job is to give you a beautiful product that you love and, and you love it so much you want it all. And I'm very good at my job. And we all have a little chuckle with it. And they say, yeah, I know. And then yeah. like, as we're going through things, we're like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to <laughs> make sure there's room on my card or I have to make sure I save up, you know, for the reveal. And so I'm planting those seeds, but I let them know. And, and even when I send the email to schedule the Zoom, I kind of reiterate what's included and that there's no obligation to buy more. I, I want you to only buy what you love. And it kind of keeps me motivated to do my best work. And it kind of lets them off the hook and feeling like they have to, whether they like it or not. I think when you, when you try to force something, people are going to immediately push back. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to buy this well, what if I don't like them, you know, and what if, and what if, and what if, you know, but if it's like, look, you just buy what you love. It's my job to make sure that you love it. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like she's, she's going to do everything in her power to make it so fabulous that I want them all. Yeah. I tell them that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I do. Yeah. I love that. And have you had anyone who inquired maybe through Facebook ad, a Google ad or potentially organically, but I personally have experienced this more through ad clients, um, mm-hmm. scoff at the fact that you are charging money for this. And how do you handle that? That's exactly it. People through through the ads, that's where I've had the most questions. You know, people who have been referred, never. They understand. You know, yeah, they, they understand it. And the person who referred them was raving about it. You know, they were raving about the experience, raving about their images. Maybe they've seen them um, at their home. Like, so they're really primed and they understand it. And people kind of get it. Like, you can't, you know, I have a 1500 square foot studio. That's not free. Like, you have to, you have to be <laughs> getting hair and makeup. You know, you have, you know, champagne or a non-alcoholic, you know, drink and you have refreshments as part of the questionnaire. I ask them what their preferences are. You know, I get their, their music preferences. I get all these things. Like they know that that's not free. So they, they get the session fee thing. Like, okay, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's exact. Yeah. That's exactly how I explain it. Especially like, again, to the people who come from ads who may have been like, Oh, I didn't realize this was going to cost money or whatever. I just say like, really, you're getting this at cost. I'm paying for a hair and makeup artist to be there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I lay out everything that's included and I'm like, yeah, all these people are getting paid. I'm actually not getting paid if you only get the one image, which like, so this really is a passion project for me. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I'm going to do my job and make sure that you love all the images and, you know, you're probably going to want to buy more, but I just want you to know that like, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't like a, a scheme or anything. This is just you paying for at cost because I'm ultimately a small business and can't just photograph 50 women out of, mm-hmm. out of pocket, you know? Right. And as you explain that, and as you, as you get more comfortable explaining that, I remember in the beginning, I was a little nervous, you know, because when, when someone says that, like, you know, your own internal stuff kind of comes up like, oh my yeah. goodness, they, they think I'm a scammer. Like what? <laughs> you know, but then you realize they just don't know. They, yeah. they, don't, they don't know what goes into a photo shoot. Like they have no idea. And so just, you know, calmly just explaining it. And if it's not for them, it's not for them. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I tell people too, when they're running like Facebook ads, to understand that there is going to be a large percentage who don't read things carefully, don't get it, and don't book. (laughs) And that's priced into everything that's priced into your budget. So like, just know that it's not the same as an organic uh, inquiry or referral, but that doesn't mean that the ads aren't incredibly powerful and cannot make, I mean, they will make your ship go faster in terms of booking, but you kind of have to put your armor on in terms of um, your expectations. Right. Yeah. That that consultation is going to be, you know, your most involved consultation because they, they don't know you. So they don't know that you're a good person. They don't know how sweet you are. They don't know how passionate you are about what you do, you know? They may have had a bad experience. I've had so many people, so many clients that have become my clients because they've had bad portrait experiences. Mm-hmm. So when it's a stranger who just saw your ad, you know, calling you, they have no idea what to expect. So you can't take it personally. You just have to, you know, just be yourself. And so, yeah. they'll get to know through the conversation. Like you'll, you'll literally hear them like loosen up. You'll, you'll, you can tell that they're like, exhaling like because <laughs> you can just hear a total change in tone whereas the initial conversation initially it might be a little kind of you know sharp and they they have these questions because you have you, you have no idea what experiences are coming with them before so, they talk to you Chris I wanted to ask is there anything in your marketing of in your ads whether it's for Google or for Facebook where you're kind of like putting information in there to kind of let them know that, hey, it's a paid uh, shoot. This isn't free. Is there anything that kind of helps you weed them out or do you just take as many people as you can and then weed them out with through uh, email or text message or conversation? Well, I I do put, um, you know, the price to book. I do put that in there. And I also explain all that comes with it. So, when I get even, you know, a general inquiry, I'll, I'll send that link. I'll include the link to the page and they can read through everything. And if they haven't, you know, because like Ashley said, people don't always read. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just say, oh, you know what? I'm so glad you're interested. Let me walk you through this. And I just tell them everything. I tell them my story. I tell them why I'm doing it. I tell them what I'm doing and what's included. And you, yeah. I mean, that that's fine for the majority of the people. Yeah, exactly. And they're either, you know, I, I found that once you get people in that conversation, even if it's a no, it's, they get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's no, it's not in their budget. It wasn't what they were expecting. And that's totally fine. And what I've also found is that oftentimes in these campaigns, a no is a no right now. Um, yes. But they're still watching you on social media Mm -hmm. they're still interested in what you do in fact I'm having a reveal today for a client who booked me for a full personal branding shoot and um when she inquired I was like gosh your name sounds really familiar but I I don't know why and she was like oh and she didn't really tell me (laughs) and then um at the photo shoot she was like you're the photographer who did that 50 over 50 campaign about a year and a half ago and I was like yeah I was like, oh, did you inquire about that? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I did. But it just like wasn't right at the time. But I've been following you ever since. And, you know, I needed to update my photos. And, you know, so you were the first person who came to mind. So that and she found me through an ad. So it's like that ad brought me a client 
almost two years later. So yeah. it's sometimes very hard to um, re- really realize the return on investment on these projects because sometimes the yes comes down the line and not even for the project itself. That's an excellent point. And anyone who's just thinking about starting a campaign, um, you said you said a few things that were really key. Um, know that it could be down the line. They're definitely watching you. So if they're not interested, they, they don't book during your consultation, get them on your email list. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure they're on your email list so you can continue to periodically stay in touch with them. They see what's going on. Um, let them follow you, you know, invite them to follow you. And so they'll see what you're posting because the more they see, the more interest they get. Also, what's powerful? Video. Some of those mm-hmm. slideshow, the reveal videos, you can, you can share those or snippets of them. And people like to see behind the scenes. You know, one thing I had to realize is that a lot of people don't do photo shoots often. And so it might be their first time, whether it's part of the campaign or, or not. They just don't look for a portrait studio. And so they don't know what to expect. So showing them is sometimes even better than telling them. And as they see more and more and more, they're going to love it. I also like to use the word campaign as well as project. Because when people hear project, they do think, oh, free. I'm helping her out. I'm doing her a favor, you know. Mm -hmm. As you say campaign, people get it. They've heard about ad campaigns. They've heard about and they know when a company does an ad campaign, it's to sell product. So kind of inserting that into the conversation that yes, even if you call it, you know, your whatever project, as you're discussing it, you know, use the word campaign, pepper your conversation with campaign, and you just keep planting those seeds that, yeah, this is something like I am a for-profit business, you know, (laughs) they'll they'll get it. They'll they'll take the hint. (laughs) They get it. So you brought up an amazing point about video. And this is one thing that I'm always like, talking about when I talk to photographers about how you can get more clients is just social media now is so video based. Like when you think about it, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram is more video these days than it is um, photo. And sometimes people like bemoan that. But at the same time, like video is the thing typically that will take someone from I'm kind of interested to like, oh, I'm interested. They get to be a fly on the wall. And it's something yeah. that I have to remind myself to do more video. And there's so many times after a session, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't take. <laughs> I didn't remember to get more, you know, behind the scenes. And, and then it's, you know, finding the time to put it all together. But video has sealed the deal, what, you know, more times than not. If someone's on the fence and, and they've. I ask them, oh, well, what made you decide now? Because if they say, I've been following you for a while, oh, well, what made you? And they'll usually say, oh, well, I saw, I saw this and I, I realized, you know, I can do this. I don't have to be afraid. So whether it's seeing them in the makeup chair, seeing, seeing a client, you know, whatever snippets they'll do. And now it's cool because clients want to do reels and TikToks and I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> TikToks, but they're excited. They don't know how to do it. They, you know, I don't know how to do it. So we're learning. <laughs> And it's fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, it, but it gives me more to, to show, you know? So, hey, it, it's, it's fun. All of it is fun. If we take it too seriously, it's just, it's going to be overwhelming. So instead of looking at the whole thing, just look at one step at a time, one piece at a time, one client at a time. And before you know it, you know, you've built something beautiful. Yeah. Have you considered hiring like a video assistant or a videographer on? Yes. Any and do so. Tell me about that. Absolutely, yes. I'm looking. Oh, but you haven't. You haven't actually done. I it haven't yet. actually hired yet. I do have um, a makeup artist that she always does. You know, some some behind the scenes. Even if I forget to ask, like she just does it. So, oh, that's um, awesome. I have yeah, to remember to ask. Phenomenal, and I'm gonna you know approach her about if she wants to to kind of do that. <laughs> do that for me. Um, that would be wonderful. But yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for especially someone younger who really knows these TikToks and reels that they can just do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for, I'm not that far from a college. I'm looking for a college student or, or a recent grad, you know, that would like to do that as a part-time job. That's awesome. I think that's a really great and resourceful idea um, for people listening as well too, to remember that they're college students like 
man, for me in college, I would have been like, we didn't have that back then, but. <laughs> but an opportunity like that for them is fun. They yeah, it would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would have been fun. I went to film school, so that would have been like up yeah. my alley and I would have been like, like $25, I'm getting sushi exactly. tonight. <laughs> you know, exactly. You never know. You know, you may be able to work out something where they get credit, you know, or they, they might get credit or like an internship possibility. Who knows? But, you know, I'm thinking it takes me like a long time to figure and piece things together. And I, it, somebody they do it else could do life. it. <laughs> they, they could do it in, in minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why am I beating my head against the wall? Let me just, you know find someone to do it so that's definitely a goal um to have someone someone in place by january <laughs> so along with videos that you pointed out behind the scenes um and creating snippets what else is do you plan on uh putting towards the marketing uh what goes into it what do you plan to have for this upcoming campaign in january um, for this upcoming campaign, I think I want to do um, some events. For me, in-person events are are great. It's it's tricky because, you know, with, with the pandemic, but things are loosening up a little bit. And I don't want to do anything huge, just small, intimate events that are couple-related and just, you know, getting people together and, and staying top of mind and doing things that, aren't so much salesy, but kind of lead to it. You know, if you're mm-hmm. in my studio, um, another thing for photographers, make sure you have samples. Samples mm-hmm. will sell you without you having to say a word. If they're looking at albums while they're, you know, getting their makeup done or, or they're looking around and seeing beautiful things on the wall, they're going to ask you questions about it. They're going to want to know. So just make sure that's around. So I do want to have like some some small like events and, and couple re- related things where couples would come and, you know, they're going to see. They're going to see what I do and have to offer. And while I'm not selling, selling, I'm selling. Maybe I'll have mm. a drawing and maybe I'll have, you know, that's some a kind of special idea. gift or something that they'll get in the drawing, but I, I want to just plant those seeds. Another thing I'm going to do, um, I always use a, a, a email signature, an email signature with my picture as well as, you know, links to click on, but I, I want to update that and make it a little more snazzy. And um, so all of my correspondence will kind of work for me a little bit more than, um, yeah. than right now. <laughs> You know, um, what I was going to say, just to go back to your idea of the events, is that, like, my mind is right now is racing because there are so many potential business-to-business collaborations that would be mm-hmm. mutual, ben- mutually beneficial with couples, like a couples therapist, a dance, like, you know, like a ballroom dance person. That's, How that's fun what I'm thinking. would like that be? They, they learn a dance, you know, yeah. like that. Yep. I mean, yeah, like there's just so many. There's, um, I mean, like you could even do maybe like a an appropriate couples massage, like a little neck massage. You're thinking the way I am. Yeah. Optimizing my network, my, my clients that have businesses and giving them some, some exposure to potential clients, but also kind of warming potential clients to my project as well. So like, we're kind of doing good things for everyone. And when you do that, you know, good things happen. There's also a lot of, um, there, there are tons of husband and wife teams. So my, my branding mm-hmm. clients, mm-hmm. you know, they, they may work with their husband. And, hey, let, let's do it. So there are just so many ways. And as I've been thinking about it, like, I just have a notebook of ideas that I've been, you know, jotting down to just kind of fine-tune it and, um, and just have more, more fun with it, include more people. But I think events are going to, small, intimate events are going to be a big part of my, my uh, advertising. Yeah, I love that. And I think it fits with the whole couple's name to make it small and intimate, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, it's just, you know, you might not want to do something like a dance lesson with 50 people. Like, even, right, you know, taking the pandemic out, right? But yeah. of you, that's different, you know? Yeah, five couples, five like, couples. that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So um, I I think that this project is like has so much potential in it for you know this time that we're in with the pandemic with 
you know, the fact that it's kind of an untapped brand new market in the sense of non-engagement couples photography, like a more mature in their relationship couple. Um, I'm really excited for you. And I hope that when you're complete, you can maybe come back on as an, <laughs> a guest and give us all the statistics and details about it. Cause absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We'll do, we'll do a check-in. <laughs> <laughs> I want numbers, girl. I hope you're tracking everything. everything. <laughs> yes. Every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear about your studio just becoming the the couple's hotspot for for your area. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing. As as we do this longer, you just come up with more ideas of what what's possible instead of looking at what you don't have. Like I see people in the group say, Well, I don't have a space or I don't have a big space or I don't have this or my market that I mean, some of those things, they may be true, but there's always an upside. There's always a way that you can make it happen. Like, okay, we can't have big events because we are still, you know, in a pandemic, but we can have smaller ones. Or you could have a Zoom event, like a Zoom event. Zoom events. Yeah, it can still be good. There's always something that we can do. And if we focus on that, it just gives us more personal power that we still are in control of our destinies. We can still make a difference and and not be... um, victimized you know it's just the glass is half full (laughs) yeah I love that and I think it's a just a great reminder for just this again this season of the year that we're in where we all kind of turn inward we start getting our journals our goal journals out and start (laughs) you know goal setting and making our plans and just you know remembering that always ask yourself what like what is possible instead of looking at all the potential limitations that we might see for ourselves Right. It's important to troubleshoot, but just just don't stay there, Mm -hmm. you know, because then you won't make a move. You won't do anything. And then next thing you know, like all those things that were in your journal and and your list to do, it'll be November of next year. You haven't done them. So, you know, troubleshoot, think of what could happen, but, you know, do action, a small action every day. Um, Just go for it. And if it flops, so what? At least now you know that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, and last night I was talking to a friend who's a business owner, but she's not a, a photographer, but she's an artist, and she was selling, um, you know, art that she made. And I was telling her, like, just remember that you can't fail. Like, you may not sell your inventory as quickly as you want, but you will sell it, and you will sell it eventually. And I think sometimes if we just take the pressure of failing off of us and— mm realize that like, what if I can't fail? What if I just, what if this takes me longer to fill 50 seats? Or what if this, you know, um, maybe not everyone buys images, but they later down the road refer me clients and now I've built a great portfolio and a great network of people. Like what are the wins in every situation? So I think that's a really big mindset thing that people can take forward when they're um, in that place of wanting to do a project but a little afraid of it is like just remember that you can't really fail right you can't really fail and anything new is going to you know give you a few butterflies you know because it's new but as you do it you know like I was talking about the the consultations with people who are like oh this is paid you know I was nervous about that until I did a few of them and and it's not so bad (laughs) they soften up they all soften up (laughs) So just just put yourself out there. Just do it. And as long as you love it and you're having fun with it, it's all good. Well, Kirsten, thank you very much. That is fantastic. Everything has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, We have come to the one hour mark. And uh, before we end everything, I always like to ask people if you can go ahead and share your socials with us. That way people can know where to follow you. Okay, great. On Instagram, I am Kirsten White Photo. That's K-I-R-S-T-E-N-W-H-I-T-E-P-H-O-T-O. And on, um, I think that's what I am on here too. Um, on Facebook, I'm Kirsten White Photography. Fantastic. Everyone, please, please, please be sure to follow Kirsten. And please make sure to follow the Portrait System on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Uh, Also, be sure to check out the blog posts that are associated with the Clubhouse interviews at SueBriceEducation.com forward slash blog. You can follow Ashley at Instagram at Ashley Taylor Portrait. That is A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. And you can find me there as Poplight underscore photography. 
And if you are a member of Sue Bryce's Education and you have more questions for Kirsten, Ashley, or myself, go tag us in a post in the SBE Members Only Facebook group. And if you are not a member of Sue Bryce Education and you are interested in learning more about how it can help your business succeed, please email Ella in support uh, at support at suebriceeducation.com. Thank you again for joining us and I hope you can join us next week. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.